Daily. Reviews, the biggest news, the what's new, and the who's who. Welcome to the Daily Gamer Podcast with Joe Mango and James. Welcome to podcast number two of the Daily Gamer Podcast for me, Joe Mango, and James. Hi. Hi, James. Uh, we Today, we are very lucky because we are joined by Haya. Haya, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Haya Al-Qadi and I work at Galaxy Racer. I, you know, I'm a gamer, but also I work in the esports industry, so it's a win-win. Nice. Yeah, it's not a bad place to work, is it? No, def- I mean, you know, I get the excuse to play games for fun. But also managing esports teams and working across, you know, different game titles. Mm. So it's really interesting to play games, but also be in the business side of esports. Amazing. Well, we're really happy to have you here today. And we've got a little topic for you that we want to just run by you. And we're going to have a little discussion about that. And the topic is games that you wish you could play again, but for the first time. You know, those games that you just really loved. And if you play it now, it doesn't have quite the same effect as if you played yes, it for, first for the first time. time. Yeah. 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 Wow. What would be yours, Haya? Um, I think it's um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh, okay. So I've spent so many hours playing it. It has a special place in my heart, especially because it's where f- Nuketown was first introduced, the yes. map, I believe. Yeah. It's iconic even until this day. And that's where I was... I fell in love with the zombies mode mm. and I still remember the map which is Kino Der Toten and people who have played it will remember it. A lot of iconic moments and things in Call of Duty Black Ops. I don't know. I just, I would love to play it again. I want them to bring it back, but... So, yeah. sorry, just Black Ops was the one after Modern Warfare 2. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I was playing with my friends a lot of Modern Warfare 2 and then when Black Ops came out, everyone just started playing the zombies mode. And i got to be honest, I was a little bit young and I was a bit scared about playing it initially. <laughs> but then, you know, you do it with your three other friends and you're doing that zombies mode and it was so addictive. It was so yeah. much fun. It's, so. It's, so, it's funny because then you'd always have one person dying and you have to mm. revive them and you're surrounded by a million <laughs> zombies and you're like, really? Yeah. Did you have to die now? <laughs> or, or, you know, when you need to go for bathroom breaks, so you leave yeah. one. <laughs> You leave they one were quite zombie. long, weren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep going on and on, and you would leave one zombie... Crawling. Crawling. <laughs> yeah, with no legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Any more you got? Um, I think Heavy Rain. So okay. oh, it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's like a detective trying to um, find out the origami killer. You know, um, mm. they he captured his son if I remember right. And so the beautiful thing about this game is the butterfly effect that was introduced in this game where every decision you made would impact the ending. Mm. And that's the first game I've played that really I was introduced to that concept. So I think it was mind-blowing. It was really, the mood was dark and it was a noir, you know, element. Graphically, Um, it was very impressive. It was beautiful. I think it was way ahead of its time. Mm. I I really think they should re-release it to, yeah. you know, introduce it to the new generation. Yeah. I got to be honest, I never, I never played that game, but I can see from the way your eyes lit up just talking about it that it must have been something really special to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely there's was. A, there's a the channel on YouTube where there's a bunch of guys that, that play it, but they do everything wrong in the quick time events. 
So they play out all the mistakes that the characters make. <laughs> yeah. And just watch them fall over all the Oh, dear. <laughs> it's quite funny. Amazing. Yeah. What about you, James? You got any games? Uh, I wish I could start Half-Life again. Uh, okay. That was a standout game for me. Um, just being quite young, but like first-person shooters was like my standard. Mm. I loved it. And then just the whole story was incredible. Um, graphically, yeah, still pretty good for the time. But uh, if you if you go back now, it's a bit janky, but still, <laughs> still really impressive. I, I really love it. Nice. Again, another game that I haven't actually had the chance to play, but it is one of those ones that I oh, I, yeah, I, I do go, I wish I could have played Half-Life because it <laughs> pops up all the time, even Half-Life 2 as well. It's like one of the best games ever. And I'm like, I think I've got to go back and play it probably. Yeah. You got any sure. more? Uh, Skyrim. Oh, yeah. The first time I played that. I didn't think of that. that. Yeah. It was a 360, Xbox 360 mm. I first played that on. And then I kept playing and then jumped generation to generation, even to PC. Yeah. But just that whole open world, building your strengths and your abilities. Ugh, it was... And dragons. <laughs> dragons, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Skyrim was definitely one for me. And Oblivion as well. Yeah. I think that was... Uh, was it the PS3 that was coming out went along with Oblivion? And I remember right, yeah. I just moved to Dubai at the, at the same time. And I went to a friend's house and he was playing it and it all just came out. And him and his brother had a PlayStation each and Oblivion each so they could play together. And I just remember going, I've got to play this game. That's a great setup. So, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, pretty awesome. Then going on to, to Skyrim after that was, uh, was pretty cool. Mm, yeah. I think for me, I know this sounds like a bit of a weird one, but Borderlands. When I first played Borderlands, I actually remember seeing like the game in like a store and like reading the back of it and it said like unlimited amount of weapons and it's all randomly generated and da 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 And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Not that I'm a big gun guy, but guns in games are pretty cool. When they have like you, you can know be different so skins, and, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that for me, I was like, I got, I got to get my hands on that game, and then yeah, I, I've played like every Borderlands since, and um, it it is still amazing. But I, I got to be honest, that the latest one, I did, you know, probably forty hours and then stopped. Which the other ones I played a lot more yeah, of. It, it's I think. addictive though. It's got it's got that same like um, easy pick up and play, just shit. Yeah just shoot and loot that's it you know, yeah such yeah a good uh, a good premise another one for me <sighs> assassin's creed yeah because now i don't want to go near an assassin's creed yeah. game anymore but back then when they first came out and it was like parkour and you know doing those crazy cool kills and jumping off those buildings like that game for me assassin's creed i was like just so into it is it amazing yeah. but but now i don't know i don't know if i can get back into it like valhalla came out and i was like it does look really good but do i want to go back into it yeah, one thing know. about that series is the historical, well, inverted commas, historical yeah, accuracies yeah. of it. So it's, they do kind of do the research. So it's sort of accurate in a way. Mm. Obviously, for gaming reasons, it's not that accurate. But nah. what they set as scenes is really interesting, and I enjoy that. No, that makes sense. You got any more higher? Um, I think also maybe um, The Last of Us. Oh. Yeah, I I actually cried at the ending. You know, there, it's a like I'm guilty one. of yeah. that. There are games where you cry. It's mm. only because you've spent so much time and you feel so attached to the character that mm. I, no spoilers. But, you know, when you <laughs> had to do something and you're like bawling your eyes out. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those games that I also it also like have a has a special plate in my Played well, place in my heart. <laughs> I think James, you cried at that as well, didn't you? Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> I'm a crier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I don't want to admit it, but I actually haven't played Last of Us. Another one to your. I list. know. 
I know it's because, and this is a really bad reason. It's because I was really addicted to World of Warcraft, so <laughs> you didn't play yeah, anything. Else. So I didn't play anything else for like so long, and then I would like jump into games here and there, but was just playing so much WoW. Have so, you cried in any game that you've played? Cried in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> in WoW, when I got some really good loot, maybe. Mm. Um, I was I was trying to think about it when you said it, and I, I've definitely got emotional in games, that's for sure. But uh, I don't know if I've quite cried. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I'm playing the wrong games. You know, Call of Duty doesn't really make me cry <laughs> that much. Unless you're suffering with lag. Yeah. Which is a curse, <laughs> That's sadly. true. Oh, I've raged out many times. Yeah. Yeah, and probably cried from being so, like, upset that I kept dying, uh, if that counts. Yeah, I'll give you that. Right. Any Emo games? Emotional that... trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more games, James? Uh, I'd brush past Mass Effect. I mean... Ooh. As a sci-fi nerd myself, I think that's like got to be up there too. And I wish I could start that again from from the first game. Mm. Um, that was a life changer. Uh, just the freedom, the the story was great too. And then it's just the epic sci-fi, the the characters, the the ship that you you start off off in. Yeah, uh, definitely memorable for me. I've got another one. <laughs> I know it's only recent, but Elden Ring. <laughs> Uh, the first 20 hours for me, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Maybe even 40 hours. Like, as soon as I was away from my PC, I just wanted to jump back in and play it. And, yeah. I can't relate. Now, I'm <laughs> I can't turn it back on because I just kept dying when trying to do these harder bosses and stuff. Yeah. So, at the start, though, it's really magical. And you're roaming around and it is a bit difficult to fight. And you're a bit like, oh, yeah. And you're learning it and you're getting good at it. And then you realize that it actually gets harder as you go along. And it mm. kind of made me a bit more like... Oh, I don't want to play it anymore. But those initial 40 hours, I was like, this is the best game ever. Yeah, you can do the 40 hours again. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, to be honest, I did. I started a new character. <laughs> well. I went in, I, I was playing it as like, you know, because you have different setups. You can be like, you know, melee champ or mage or whatever. So I started with like a melee champ that had some um, kind of holy spells. And then I moved on and started uh, started again and decided to be a mage. And, and again, it did actually make me really happy again, starting from the start, uh, knowing a little bit more yeah. than I did. But you said you played it as well. I did. Um, I haven't played the Souls game before, so I, I've gotten a lot of comments like, you're going to be very discouraged and don't please give it a chance. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I just finished playing Horizon. So we, we went from mm. like colorful, beautiful <laughs> graphics to, you know, mystical, dark and yeah. creepy characters. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I couldn't get it. I had to share, play my games so my friend could guide me because I, I was in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> it is one of those things you have to have lightning quick reflexes. You have to be yeah. like looking at every possible angle every time you're playing you're so it. so committed. And yeah. You got to learn the enemies. Exactly. Out. And I got to be honest, I did really enjoy that side of things. Um, but it is so time consuming. So that, not that it put me off, but I definitely don't have enough time right now to be able to just keep putting hours and hours and hours into it, which I wish I could. Um, but yeah, you're right. It is, it is pretty, uh, I think I did a review on it and I called it punishingly difficult, but also very fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Any more guys? Um, I think this is a horror game though. Um, okay. it's called Outlast. I don't know oh, if you've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, you're you're stuck in a mental ward, 
um, I think it's one of the scariest game I've ever played. I would play it again because I want to play it at this, you know, at my current state mm. where I wouldn't be as scared and closing my eyes half the time and giving the controller to my friend to finish. <laughs> um, the storyline is be amazing. It's horrifying too. But for a horror game, I think they've nailed it. It, it, yeah. it sends chills to your bones, wow. to be honest. Yeah, I was um, thinking about it as well. Yeah, so yeah. imagine <laughs> VR too. If they did it in VR, oh I God. think... I don't yeah. think I could do it. I, I don't think... If you paid a million dollars, I wouldn't do it, to be <laughs> honest. So I've never played horror games because I'm just... I can't watch horror movies. It's just not for me. But I did uh, do a video a couple years ago and uh, they made me put a VR headset on and then they put... Um, the Exorcist yeah. in VR, and I was crying. <laughs> and then they kept messing. Were they trying to crying. hurt you or what? <laughs> no, they, yeah, they kept coming over and like hitting me and stuff. And I was like, ah! oh, worse. And then like, you know, you'd be walking down a corridor, you hear a noise, right? So you like turn around because you hear that noise. And then when you turn back, there's something right in front of your face, oh, and then no. it makes an even louder noise, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> so that was. Um, yeah, that's why I don't play horror games. That was, I think in the end I actually had to like throw my VR mm. headset off because it just got so bad. Yeah, it's so, so yeah. funny. Like I've seen kids nowadays play Poppy Playtime and other horror games, mm. and like I felt, you know, it's like <laughs> how how <laughs> kids yeah. are different these days. Aren't yeah, they? they're built different. <laughs> yeah, they got they got um what do they call it? Steels of nail, <laughs> nails of steel. Nails of what? is that it? What's the phrase? Balls of steel. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's nails of steel. Like they're rock hard. You know, whatever it is, they can. You know, they, they, have you seen them game? Like all these competitive games, they yeah. start at nine years old, and you're like, no way, I'd ever compete. That my reflexes can never imagine what they're doing. No, it's insane. It is true. I was playing Fortnite for quite a while, and. I think most of the people I was playing against and losing against were probably 12, 13 year olds. Yeah. yeah. Just That's when I gave, up, I gave up playing competitively. Counter-Strike was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Going to my 30s. No, too slow. I did, that too slow. I did that with Valorant. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get good at Valorant. And then, yeah, everyone I'm playing against, because you can hear them and they're just shouting at you and they're like, <laughs> hey, bro, you're so bad at this game. <laughs> and I'm like, how old are you? He's like, I'm eight, bro. <laughs> yeah. And he's got like 20 kills and I've got two. And yeah. yeah. So um, that's why I stopped playing Valorant as well. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Any more or uh, we good there? I think we're good. Yeah. I've, I've got uh, a mention, I guess, for more of the racing game. Okay. Genre. Destruction Derby. Ooh. Okay. I do remember this game. This is like PlayStation 1. Yeah. PS1. Yeah, yeah. And it was mainly, I loved cars, I loved racing, but this one is destruction. It was like <laughs> you crash into each other, you get more points, and it was it was addictive. I do remember playing that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fun. And and thinking back to it, in my head, the graphics are really good, but actually, it's probably oh, really really you, bad. You look at it now, it's like squares on top <laughs> of squares. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. it's like Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, well, that is um, that is the games that we wish we could have played again, but for the first time. How did you get into gaming? What clicked? Um, I think because my parents bought us a PlayStation 1. 
Nice. And um, do it. my brother used to play a lot. And obviously, me being nosy, I wanted to play too. And um, I, I think playing video games is just another form of entertainment when you're at home. And I got hooked ever since then. Amazing. That is the way. I think mine was PlayStation 1 as well, to be honest. Um, so let's talk women in gaming. Obviously, it's grown quite, quite rapidly in this region especially, right? Yeah, big time. Um, so, you know, I will take... I credit it to the um, organizations that are starting to put more effort into empowering women, female gamers and creating a lot of uh, tournaments and leagues. And, you know, surprisingly, or actually it's a fact. So Galaxy Research started right here in Dubai with the first all uh, female League of Legends team. Wow, that's so cool. And why did we do that? Because we saw a huge gap in the market. We look at the statistics and there are a lot of female gamers, maybe around 30% at that time. And um, they have a higher propensity to spend. They enjoy gaming. They they spend on in-app purchases. So, I'm, so they decided, okay, there is clearly a huge opportunity even for brands to come in and utilize it as another form of, you know, promotion. Um, and so that's how it started. We started with the all-female League of Legends team, and then we, we built more teams from there on. And a lot of other organizations are starting to do the same. Mm. They're, you know, creating dedicated tournaments like Girl Gamer, which happened in mm. Dubai in 2019. I did see that, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's growing really fast. Today, uh, it's almost a 50-50 split, thanks to the, you know, mobile gaming with a lot of games being added almost yeah. every month. Yeah. Um, the barrier, per se, um, was very limited. You just needed your phone. You download the game on the App Store or Android or Google Play or whatever. And, um, yeah, um, because of that, you would see a lot of more female gamers especially with console and PC, they're catching up. So we're almost 50-50. But surprisingly, in other countries in Asia, there are more female gamers and they do compete and there are mixed teams. So I think it's just also a cultural difference. Yeah. Um, We're catching up. We're we're getting there. There's a huge opportunity and I'm excited for that. Me too, definitely. Now listen, for those that don't know, can you give us a little bit of a lowdown of what Galaxy Race is and does? Yeah, of course. So Galaxy Racer was founded in 2019. We're a lifestyle and gaming organization. We have headquarters here in the MENA region. We recently launched a all-women initiative in North America, which includes a foundation and tournament mm. to support women teams. Um, and we have esports division. So it's called Nigma Galaxy. They're based in Abu Dhabi uh, under 2454. And surpri- uh, interestingly enough, they're the only esports team to be sponsored by an airlines, which is Etihad. Very cool. Um, and we have a content creator division. So um, it is important to know that uh, Galaxy Racer, our, like our lifeline is our content creators. Mm-hmm. Because um, to speak to the newer generation, and this is also for all the brands that are getting into gaming, and we ask, like, why are all these brands getting into gaming? And it's because all the newer generation are playing video games or they're watching content creators on YouTube, Twitch, Mm. um, 
or um, they w- enjoy watching other people play. And, you know, uh, interestingly enough, I found um, a news article in The National which says that the UAE has the highest uh, adult gamers. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, that is pretty cool. Are you a gamer? Yes. Are you a gamer? <laughs> yes. So that's so three out of three right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's not an alien topic. There are a lot of gamers yeah. here in the region, and it only made sense that Galaxy Research saw the opportunity, and we are trying to focus a lot on gaming and esports because it's a growing industry. Yeah. And I, I saw you have over 200 creators yeah. under the Galaxy umbrella, right? Yeah, so we have uh, so many creators and um, we have a lot of e- professional esports players. Um, and because of that, it helped us land a joint venture with La Liga. Wow, yes. that's very cool. Yeah, so it's going to position uh, La Liga as a local partner mm-hmm. in the MENA market and Indian subcontinent. So they're going to, you know, we are um, setting up like a historic first for the world of sports rights in the territory and we're projecting a three billion uh, in revenue wow yeah so and and a lot of sports organizations are tapping into esports because it's becoming an aging uh, population in terms Mm -hmm. of viewership and to Mm -hmm. capture the younger audience they're getting into esports oh that's fantastic obviously like the young audience is kind of on it at the moment right Yeah. yeah of course Yes, the, the the people, all the audience that are watching esports, uh, you know, league tournaments are more than the NFL, the FIFA, all of that combined. Yeah. So there is a huge opportunity there. That's fantastic. And just before you were telling me about, you know, how many followers you guys have collectively. Yes. It's quite insane. The number, I actually forgot what it was. What? It was 500 uh, million followers combined. Wow. I mean, that is That's some pull, insane. isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. Do you think they want to share any of Daily Gamer stuff? Yeah? Of course. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. We've got almost a thousand followers now. So as long as they can help us get up to the, the, the thousand, that's just 20 <laughs> yeah. of your five. We'll take 20 of your 500 million. Got it. <laughs> amazing. Uh, hi, that's all we've got time for today, I'm afraid. But thank you so much. You've been amazing. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely get you back on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. It's thank been you. a pleasure. I have your latest gaming releases. Ooh, I do love some new gaming releases. Three cool games this week. Uh, the first one is Splatoon 3, a Nintendo exclusive. Oh, okay. Third-person multiplayer shooter with uh, some great reviews. It's a bit more soft. It's a soft sort of uh, child-marketed game, but it looks like Ah, enough. okay, yeah. so you're not like, you know, in a war, World no. War Two or something, like trying to kill people it, it's not so depressing it's a bit lighter you know you're shooting ink at each other oh nice and you yeah. know what i have a nintendo switch that i never use that much so yeah. maybe i can play this game perfect yeah uh how good is your parking joe you know what? I, I like to think that i'm pretty good at it you know better than the average person but i do have the odd spot that i can't get into okay well this is an interesting game uh it's basically called you suck at parking <laughs> uh it's a racing game sort okay. of a top down or almost an isometric style racing game but instead of cr- crossing the uh, checkered flag, okay. you try to park your car as well as possible. Oh. And you're surrounded by challenges that uh, make that more difficult. But um, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's out on most platforms and uh, the soundtrack sounds fantastic. Check it out on, on YouTube. So you suck at gaming. You suck at parking. Parking. <laughs> but if you can't park, then you might as well be <laughs> yeah. at gaming. Oh, well. dear. Now, that does sound fun. All right, what else you got? 
Uh, Steel Rising. Um, it's a big action RPG from uh, the developers of Greedfall, if you're familiar with that game. I am no. not, actually, no. Um, but yeah, it's got a great theme. It's uh, sort of set in a fictional French Revolution. Ooh. Uh, you, uh-huh. you play an automaton. Uh, like a robot? Yeah, and then okay. you fight other automatons. No way! Okay, that's yeah. always going to be fun. Robots fighting robots, isn't it? Yeah, that's got a great art direction, so it's worth checking out, I think. Very, you know what, James? I do love a good art direction. <laughs> and you? I know you do as well. Yeah, as a creative, the I'm amount, guilty. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I love this game. And you haven't even played it yet, but you just looked at the yeah, art. Yeah. yeah, one screenshot, I'll take it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your new gaming releases, James. You're welcome. I've got your gaming news, James. Great. This is the biggest stuff of the week. Uh, number one, The Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, finally. All right, this looks mm. really, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it won Game of the Year for the last one, uh, Breath of the Wild, back in 2017. Something like that, yeah. So it's been like five years. Yeah. Um, the trailer is actually out on our website. You can go check it, uh, daily-gamer.net. We've got a little news story about that, all the details, and the trailer. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Next up, The Last of Us Part 1, which came out, what, like a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. Now they've actually someone's found a little Easter egg. Yeah. It's the office from The Office. The TV right? show The Office. TV show The yeah. Office. So obviously The Last of Us being the zombie apocalyptic game, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Jim and Pam will probably be zombies by now. <laughs> You'd imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't actually think about that when I saw it. Uh, yeah. We have posted the video on our Instagram as well, Daily Gamer Official, so you can uh, you can check that out. And it is quite cool. It's pretty much a replica of the office from the US office. Yeah. Yeah. For like, for like, you know, of the room, you know, the office itself. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, more local gaming news, uh, Abu Dhabi to host the first Games for Change Summit in the me- uh, in the MENA region. Cool. Um, they're aiming to connect 300 figures from Abu Dhabi's gaming industry with international experts to discuss best practices and innovations in gaming, which is pretty cool. Uh, basically, what they want to do is, is to sit down and see how we can make the gaming in this region and Abu Dhabi especially uh, grow as fast as we want it to grow yeah. uh, it's going to be happening um, in October 11th and it's a two day event so yeah make sure you check that out and finally I've got some news from Finland Okay. Finland is always good for news um, <laughs> they've done a study in Finland that is about our brains and apparently if two play- people are playing a game together their brains sync up oh really it sounds pretty cool kind of makes um, sense. you know in have you ever watched Top Gear they did this thing where they got um, double deckers of cars and they got one person at the top of the car to do the steering and the person oh, on, the, yeah. on the on the bottom car to work the pedals, to work the pedals yeah. right? And uh, they've basically done this same sort of thing, but in a game, okay. right, for people. And it turns out that their brains actually have the same wavelength and it actually starts to uh, link up and synchronize wow. whilst they're trying to figure out this game together, which I think is pretty cool. That's incredible. I like that. So all those years you spent playing games with your friends, you're actually syncing up. Yeah, <laughs> for that small amount of time you were yeah. synced together in the, the virtual world. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that is your gaming news, James. Great, thanks. Yeah, yeah. If you want to check us out on all our socials, you can. Daily Gamer Official on Instagram. And we also have a website, daily-gamer.net. Yes, we do. Get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts on gaming. If there's any topics you want us to talk about, maybe there's a new game coming out that you're really excited for, let us know on there. Easy as that.
some interesting tech news. Okay. Uh, a small company called Ampere have produced an adjustable tinted lenses sunglasses. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> so, so Ampere have created a pair of glasses. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of tinted lenses. Uh, sorry, uh, adjustable tinted lenses. Okay. <laughs> App-controlled electrochromatic lenses, to be specific. Wait, so the level of tint can, can be adjusted via an app on your phone via an app or what looks like a button on the side of the of the sunglasses that's really cool yeah because i know that they've got like i mean i don't wear glasses but i know they've got glasses that do kind of change depending on the sun and if you go indoors yeah but it would be quite cool to be able to do that on your phone that's true how do they do that no idea that's pretty cool though uh, what else you got in tech? Um, if you're into PC gaming uh, and if you like graphics cards, who doesn't? Yeah, the new 40 series. There's some leaked images popping out onto the, onto the internet. Uh, make up your own mind uh, about that, but uh, interesting designs. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Sorry. So at the moment, you've got like the 30 series, which is like uh, 3070, 3080, 3090. Yeah. And you've got like 3090 Ti, which is like crazy and stuff yeah. like that, right? So this is like a new generation it's of the graphics next generation cards. from so Nvidia. Yeah, they're going to be very expensive. I could imagine, mm. but very powerful. Very powerful. So obviously, a lot of people are selling their graphics cards right now because they're like Bitcoin mining's gone down. Do you mm. think um, maybe they'll get back into it with these new ones? Oh, they're so much more powerful. Possibly. Mm. So we could see a trend. I guess we'll see. Thanks for your tech news, James. All good. I have got your top five simulator games. Oh, fantastic. All right. I don't know how, you know, versed you are with simulator games, uh, but I think they're they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in at number five, I've got your farming simulator. Nice. All right. It's exactly what you think. Uh, you can buy fields, upgrade equipment, and enjoy your day-to-day routine among the green hills. You're basically just a farmer. Yeah. But how good are that as a game? Yeah. Really cool. And I actually saw they had GamesCon in Germany a couple of weeks ago, and they had a massive section all for farming simulator that oh, people were just great. getting on and playing which looks yeah, quite cool i want to check it out um next one number four power wash simulator oh. <laughs> bro this one looks so good you basically as the name sounds you just get a power wash and then you've got different things that you have to kind of um i think you can wash concrete or houses chairs cars cars anything you want yeah. pretty much um and, it, and i mean it looks awesome yeah. i'm definitely keen for uh to try this to one make out anything fun <laughs> yeah exactly and it, apparently it's quite therapeutic uh number three i got euro truck simulator so you're literally just a truck driver driving around europe yeah i mean there's not much more to say about that yeah um but it does look quite good and quite serene and you just have to go on long i think they drives. have fully licensed tr- licensed trucks as well yeah truck, truck models yeah. it's pretty cool yeah. uh number two planet coaster so this is actually kind of um, like a throwback to Roller, to- Roller Toaster? Roller, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. It's actually the same people who made Roller Coaster Tycoon back in 2004. Oh, cool. Same developer, yeah. but with Planet Coaster, so you basically just run a theme park, which is cool. And number one has to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. Ooh, yes. It is one of the best games. Um, came out only like a couple of years ago, 2018. Yeah, the latest edition of it. Is, yeah, the latest uh, edition. It's incredibly incredibly accurate you can play it if you have got a crazy setup you can play it in like 4k with like high res everything it looks amazing like the best graphics you can you can ever see on something and you can fly through live weather conditions yeah because it uses google Google maps and stuff doesn't it so you can actually like fly over your house like you can fly over the whole world like any way you want yeah um it's pretty cool 
So yeah, there you go. There is your top five. But I also have two, just really quick, uh, Thief Simulator, yeah. as a little honorable mention, and uh, PC Builder Simulator, which I thought oh, you yeah. might enjoy that one. <laughs> I actually haven't played it, but no? I will now. Amazing. <laughs> that is your top five. Thanks, Joe. Thanks so much for hanging out with us with everything gaming right here at Daily Gamer. Uh, but make sure you do follow us on all of our socials. Follow us on the socials as Daily Gamer Official and our website, daily-gamer.net. Yeah, we do loads of gaming reviews, news, like pretty much anything that we find interesting or funny in gaming. So yeah, make sure you check it out. And we'll see you next time.